0: Today's topic is uh, the topic is the touch of the Lord. Session is dedicated to Shri Prabhupada and now we'll discuss
1: today's verses. So we are starting a new chapter today, seventh canto nine chapter. Last time we had covered seventh canto eight chapter, which was about how Narasimha Dev ultimately he killed. Sorry, how Narsimadev killed this And now all the Devi Devtas or the demigods of demigods different planets, they are offering prayers. Resilience of different planetary system, they are offering prayers to Lord Narasimhadev because he is in very angry mood. So they want to pacify Lord and for that they are offering different, different prayers. That's what we are covering. Now, today's session we will see uh, how they are going to send Vralar Manas to offer prayers. So this is the first verse of ninth chapter. So 7th Kento, ninth chapter, text number 1. Shri Narada Vacha evam suradaya sarve brahma rudra purasara naiputum aksha asakamanyo sambrahmam sudhurasam The Great Saint Naradmoni continued, the demigod headed by Lord Brahma, Lord Shiva and other great demigods, they had not come forward before the Lord who was at that time extremely angry. So Lord is angry here, we can see. Marasimadeva is an angry mood because he he has killed Hiranyakashipu who was a great demon. And the other demigods is, again, still they are feeling Like even Lord Shiva, Lord Brahma, also, they are also feeling uh, afraid. How they can go in front of the Lord. So, whenever it talks about, it comes about thus when we talk about the supreme being or supreme person or who is supreme. So, this understanding comes many times. This question comes whether the supreme is a sentient being or a non-sentient being. That means whether he is a person, he is a personality or is something in person or whether he is some light or whatever it is or his nature or what. So, this kind of things many times we come across whenever we read or whenever we go to preach. Also, many times people have this, this question, how to understand the supreme being is a person or is a not, is not is, is a sentient being or is a non-sentient, something like that. So, Prabhupada uh, gives very nice example to understand this thing very easily how we can understand that supreme is actually a sentient being, it's not a non-sentient being. So, just like about the example of a table. So, this material, world we, we see two kinds of things, sentient and non-sentient. Sentient means which which has senses, this, they can perceive things with their senses, and non-sentient means they, don't, they cannot perceive, they cannot, they don't have any emotion, they don't have any ability to perceive things.
2: Now, if you see a table, or any chair, any rod, or anything, whatever. So that chair or what
1: particular thing which is a material object will always be there till the time a person who has, who has senses, who has intelligence comes and uh, somehow or the other move that chair some other place or table or whatever it may be. Like that, anything you see in this material world which does not have any, which is non-sentient, there is a push required from a person who has who is sentient. That means who has intelligence, who has uh, senses working, then only the thing which does not have any uh, senses or what you can say, non-sentient thing can work. Similarly, Prabhupada give example, just like a car. The car car is standing there, nobody is there to drive. Till the time a person comes and drives that car, the car will always be there at the same place. So for example, now we can understand from the example that till that time there is a push, from a person who is active, who has active senses, who is working condition, a non-sentient thing cannot work. That means non-sentient is always inferior to sentient thing. Sentient is always superior to non-sentient thing. So that we should understand that Supreme Lord is not a person who does not have any emotion. He does not. He is not simply a light. He is not something which does not understand our our feelings. No, he is a person, but not a person like us. Sometimes, uh, again, this understanding comes, how can God be a person? Because if God is person, that means he is limited like us. No. When you talk about God is a person, the person is not a person like us, like you and me, who is limited by our senses. He is a person who is unlimited. That's why it is called Advaita, Machutam Manadi, Vananta We are limited by this particular understanding. Suppose today I am taking class here on Zoom. So it is 100% sure that I am not available right now at any other place. Because I am a limited person of this material world. But when we talk about Lord, Lord is not like that. He is not limited by time, place, circumstances or any other thing. He is Swarat. Swarat means no material condition can bound Lord. He can free to do whatever he want. He can make any promise. He can break any promise. He can do whatever he want. He is not at all bounded by this laws of material nature. But still, whenever he comes here in this material world, he respects the law of this material world. Although he is not bounded by this laws of material world, but whenever he comes, sometimes he shows also just like he lifted gore than hill. Now, how can you believe a child of seven years of age can lift a gore than hill? It is, not, it is not possible. So Sometimes he sees some extraordinary activity also and sometimes he, he, he is doing some common activities also. That's why Krishna says it is not easy to understand my activities. Same Lord who is uh, killing Putana when he's three months or years so old, three months of old and he, the same Lord, is running out of fear of Yeshwadamaya. So, Lord, same Lord, Lord Krishna when he is he's he's, uh, killing Putana and same Krishna is running out of fear of Yeshwadamaya. So, that's why it is not easy to understand dealings of Lord Krishna till that time he approaches a bona fide institution, bona fide spiritual master and that's why it is mentioned everywhere in the scriptures. Now, you can see here the Dev is getting angry, and sometimes again people have this question: How can Lord be angry? Lord can Lord cannot be angry. Lord is angry. That means He is also conditioned. No, it is not like that. Lord can be angry and Lord can be happy also. Lord can do anything. The the, the contaminations what we have in this material: Kaam, krodh, moho, mad, madassar, madassar, everything what we have is basically. It's our limitation. When we talk about Lord, Lord is not limited by, is not contaminated by all these things. Calm, growth, mood, mad, matsara. Everything can be utilized in service of the Lord. For example, anger. So anger also can be utilized in service of the Lord. So somebody can say, how can you utilize anger in the service of the Lord? Yes. So whenever any, any activity of material world, which is being utilized by some materialistic person, for his sense gratification, he is getting more and more entangled in material world. But the same object or same quality when a devotee uses for service of the Lord, or Lord himself is using for his devotee that is glorified. Now you see the anger of Narasimha Dev is, is being glorified here because that anger Narasimha Dev has used to kill Hiranyakashipu. And same anger Hanumanji also has used when he was, uh, he went to Lanka and he actually, he, he burned entire Lanka of Raman. So anger is same but one anger is being utilized for service of the Lord and when a karmi is getting angry on someone else because his desire is not getting fulfilled, that anger is, is actually binding him because he is angry because his lust is not satisfied. So same anger can be utilized in Seva of the Lord also and same anger can be utilized to get more and more entangled in this material world. It depends how a person is utilized that anger. So calm, growth, everything can be utilized in service of the Lord. And Prabhupada also says, that uh, how to utilize anger. So, when you utilize anger, anger should be utilized when somebody is blaspheming devotee or somebody is giving any trouble to devotee or somebody is blaspheming Lord. That time devotee, devotee should use his anger in order to kill that person. In order to uh, uh, in order to make sure that person should not blaspheme the devotee or Lord. So, that is, that's why anger can be utilized. And when Lord... Krishna does any activity of which is abominable in this material world. Sometimes we uh, come across this understanding: how did Krishna can do like this, or any activity which is not so called morally correct here in this material world? But when Krishna is doing activity, that is glorified. Just like stealing butter. Now, stealing butter is not a very good activity in material world. If somebody is stealing butter, he will be, he will be punished. And people will uh, instead of uh, blast, instead of praising him, they will blaspheme him. But in case of Krishna, it is different. When Krishna is blast, he is stealing butter. He is actually giving pleasure to the gopis. So whenever Lord does an activity, that is for the pleasure of his devotee. And whenever devotee is an activity, that is a pleasure for his for the Lord. But that is the meaning of prima. So mm-hmm. the last what we 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 discuss in this material world. So actually lust is nothing but a perverted reflection of prema, of spiritual world. But then same prema comes, translated this material world, it becomes lust. And lust does not mean always that there is a a combination of male and female. No. Lust is a very, very uh, broad meaning. Broad meanings, it does not only restrict to that much only. Lust means any tendency. Of a living entity to enjoy independently, that is called as lust. So, the same lust in material world gopis have. But that gopis lust is not the lust what we see in material world. Their lust is simply to please Krishna. But in material world, the so-called love, what we discuss generally, is another form of lust where a person is actually trying to enjoy in senses. So, there is a great difference. We cannot compare these two things. Sometimes, just like Prabhupada may give an example of sometimes people mm, uh, take it very cheaply. The deal is between Gopis and Krishna. They Whenever they talk about Krishna, they want to frame, make a picture, they will make Krishna's picture with Gopis. Because they think that just like I am enjoying this material world, Krishna is also enjoying the spiritual world like that. No, there is a gulf of difference. When a person does any activity for his sense gratification, that is lust. Independence, that is lust. But any activity which is done for the favor of the Lord, for the pleasure of the Lord, that is called as love. Atme Indriya Priti Vansha Dhare kamana, priti vansha, dhare that means when a person does any activity for his sense gratification, that is karma, that is lust. And when a Krishna does person does any activity for Krishna's pleasure, that is meaning of prema, that is love. So, this is the difference between karma and prema, which we find is material, which is the material world. So, anything can be utilized in service of the Lord. Now, all of us have some kind of uh, talent, some kind of uh, ability, some kind of inclination towards is there. Our success is, somehow or the other, I can doubtale that thing. Doubtale that activity, doubtale that talent in Seva of the Lord. Because till that time we did not engage in Seva of Krishna, it is not possible to, to advance spiritual life. We may have a theoretical understanding that, okay, I am reading Gita, I am attending sessions, I am chanting That that is very good. I am doing. I am at least doing some sadhana bhakti part. But till that time we engage our senses in the service of the Lord, it is not possible to advance. So now we should see, all of us have some talent. And Lord is so merciful, whatever ability a person has, no matter whether he is a poor or he is a very rich person or is a middle class person, is intelligent, he is not intelligent, he is poor, he is foolish, he can speak, he doesn't speak and he does not speak English, he can speak Hindi, whatever it may be, whatever condition a person may be, a person can serve the Lord. Now, our duty is to understand how can I dovetail, just like a devotee can dovetail his anger in Seva of the Lord. Now, we should see how can I dovetail whatever talent I have in Seva of the Lord. And that is the success of spiritual life. Prabhupada says this thing, the success of spiritual life is, let me get absorbed in the Seva of the Lord, and whatever talent I have, let me utilize in Seva of Krishna. So now we should explore, we should understand and we should do some kind of meditation. Introspection should be done. What I can do to serve God? This question should I ask to myself. And Lord is very, very merciful. What we can do for Lord? For example, Prabhupada gives gives example of deity. When you keep a deity at your home, you have to offer food, you have to offer flour, you have to offer everything, milk to the deities. So it is not that Krishna is waiting for you Oh, this person is give me food, then I, my hunger will be satisfied. No, it's not like that. He is full in himself. He is swarat But still, when you have kept a deity at home, Krishna mercifully agrees to accept your service. Okay, this person wants to serve me. Let me come and let me take blessing. Let me take offering from that person so that I can bless him. It is not that if you don't give food, you will be hungry. For some devotee, he may demand also. There is a case. There are cases like that. For a devotee, devotees are deities are telling to that devotee that please give me some food to eat. There's a very high advanced stage. We cannot do that. But here still also, whenever we are offering something, Krishna is accepting that offering. So that we can purify ourselves. And what we can do, what we can give to Krishna. Just like when we are dressing to when we are dressing Lord, we are bathing Lord. So Lord is accepting that thing, everything. So now it depends how nicely we do that service, how nicely we bathe, Lord, how nicely we dress Lord. Prabhupada says that nicely, the more nicely you decorate deities at your home, and the, the temple, the more nicely your heart will be cleansed. So it is a process of cleansing our heart. The more we engage in seva, the more our heart is cleansed. And then actually we can perceive all this understanding. Just like I discuss, we discussed in, in the beginning, that the people sometimes they don't pray at all because they have this understanding that I don't need any prayer. But a devotee, when he serves Lord, he can see in this material world. What is actually happening here? What kind? What is phenomena which is happening in this material world? People don't understand. They they think that simply things are happening like that only. I have taken birth. I will die one one day, and another something will happen. No, it is not automatically. We should ask these questions: Why these things are happening? Now, let's say there is war is happening, in Ukraine or somewhere else. Now those in India they are feeling peace. Oh, it is not happening in India. I'm I'm peaceful. No. You may or may not. You may right now we may think that, okay, I may I am peaceful. What? But what was the situation one year back? If you go and see, everyone was tense. Oh, nobody was coming out of home. Kuruna may happen. So that is the nature of this material world. And that's why Krishna says, Padam Padam Yat Vipada. Every step there is a danger in this material world. And devotees understand that thing. And that's why you always praise. He's always praying. Devotee never ever thinks that I am safe here in this material world. Yes, he is fearless, or this, at the same time, he is fearless also because he has full faith in the Lord. Just like Pralad Maharaj, although Rana Kashuru was in so much of trouble to Pralad Maharaj, but still he was not a not a butch. He was uh, he was feeling un, uh, unsecure because he has full faith in Narsimha's protection. So it is a very very strange situation with the devotee that he is praying also at the the same time he is not at all fearful also because he is confident that my Lord will be saved. Lord Lord will save me. And even if Lord will let's say kill me no problem because the ultimate understanding is soul will never be killed. Whatever happens with the devotee, he always thinks that it is Lord's desire. Let me accept. Just like Parishit Maharaj, the Brahmana boy, he cursed Parishit Maharaj. Parishit Maharaj accepted that okay no problem, that is Lord's desire. I am supposed to uh, get died in the next seven days. Okay, let me, let me die in the next seven days. What can we do? Although he was a king, he would have reiterated it. But he told no. This has happened to me. Let me accept that. Similarly, a devotee also accepts this thing. So, this is a very important thing we should understand that we should, uh, this, this we are hearing today morning, Bhagavatam lecture, when I say Prabhupada was telling that we try to fight with material nature. Sometimes people have this understanding, I'm a great warrior, I'm a warrior, I want to fight, i like to take challenges. Yes, it's a good thing, you like to take challenges. But here we understand, you cannot take challenges from material energy of the Lord. It is not possible. You cannot fight with material energy. No matter how much advanced we are today, something happens, we don't have any, any, any control at all. Today at Earth becomes, nobody has any control. But animals are in one sense are more advanced than us. So whenever some earthquake happens or some this natural disaster is going to happen, you will see animals, they will come to know even before and only. Sometimes they will even leave that place before and only because they are, going, they are aware something natural disaster is going to come to that place. So in that sense, they are more intelligent than us. But we are making a house and ultimately one day something will happen and we will be uh, lamenting. So these are the six material whips. Always we are in, the material, in this material world we are entering. So we had discussed one of the session. What are six material whips? Anyone can help me with the answer. What are six material loops?
2: We had discussed in our session. The six material loops are. Can anybody tell me what are the six material whips? Okay, one is lamentation. Good. That's why always we are under
1: hankering a lamentation. We don't have anything. We are hanker for that, and we have something that will. We will have that lamentation anchoring, and let me have, and some somehow
2: the other we loses that thing, that we have lamentation. Okay, lamentation, fear. No, greed is not there.
0: Lust is also not there. It was a session. The six
2: material whips, every living entity is, is supposed to get that. What are the six material whips? Death. Okay. Senses and mind? No, not exactly.
0: And we know. Karma, no. I think we are not hearing session properly. <laughs> that's why sometimes
1: people say why uh, Krishna is repeating sometimes some things again and again because our memory is very very we are not so sharp, we are not intelligent It is very weak says that we do not we are not able to remember things tomorrow what we
2: have uh, entire day what we have done if you ask someone today you won't be able to give answer properly So the six material whips are,
0: we discussed, it is hunger, thirst, lamentation,
2: old age, illusion. These are the six material whips. Hunger, thirst, lamentation, illusion,
1: old age and death. These are six uh, material whips, which every living
2: entity is ultimately is going through it. Nobody can can be an exception for that. So, when a person becomes a devotee, he understands this thing
1: that I am one of this, not one of this, all six material groups, anger, uh, hankering, lamentation and thirst, everything is there. So, he prays that Krishna, please save me from this material danger and let me become a nice devotee of yours. That is devotee's desire. Nothing else. And last line of this purpose, Prabhupada writes here that why no, no one was able to pacify the Lord in his anger. But because the Lord was willing to exhibit his affection for Pralad Maharaj, all the demigods and the others present before the Lord pushed Pralad Maharaj to forward to pacify him. Because Lord wanted to show special blessing, special favor for his devotee, Pralad Maharaj. And that's why Lord was not feeling satisfied. He was still angry uh, for all the because of that, this, this is the first verse. Now the second verse.
2: That is who is going to pacify Lord now? The goddess of fortune, Lakshmi, was requested to go before the Lord by all the demigods present, who, because of fear, could not
1: do so. But even she had before seen such a wonderful and extraordinary—sorry, but even she had never seen such a wonderful and extraordinary form of the Lord. And thus she could not approach him. So now who is going? Lakshmiji is going. Lakshmi is eternal, eternal consort of the Lord. She is also fearing. She is not also feeling comfortable. She has also a fear that uh, she may also, Lord may become angry on her also. And she also is feeling not comfortable to go in front of the Lord. And Prabhupada writes here that although Lakshmiji is eternal consort of the Lord. But the reason why she is not able to, uh, she is still feeling angry because she has never seen such a form of the Lord which is so fearful. And that's why she is not feeling comfortable. And Prabhupada writes that Lakshmi ji is actually eternal consort of Narayan. That's why he called it Lakshmi Narayan. Lakshmi ji is always with Narayan. Hmm. Lakshmi is never alone. Sometimes people do Lakshmi puja without Narayan. So that is not possible without Narayan, you cannot have Lakshmi. And wherever Narayan is there, Lakshmi automatically will come. There is a the principle. And a person who does not, so that's why there's the meaning of Lakshmi. And when a person has Lakshmi, that means he has wealth, he has money, he should utilize that Lakshmi in Seva of the Lord. That is the real meaning of worshiping Lakshmi. That is the real meaning of utilizing Lakshmi. Otherwise, if Lakshmi is not being used in the Seva of the Lord. So that's, as we discussed, Everything material can be utilized in Seva of the Lord. Thus, money is actually material. In that sense, if it's utilized for Seva, not Seva of Krishna, but for sense gratification, money will become a cause of in this material world. But the same money and Lakshmi, when we utilize for the Seva of the Lord, that will become cause of liberation. The Prabhupada, the example that in in earlier times when people used to have money, they used to make temples. We have examples of Kings in South India, if you go, many, many biblical temples are there. So, these temples are being built by whom? Kings or wealthy person, wealthy merchant. So, they used to build temples for the Lord, not for their own sense gratification. Now, nobody is making temple of the Lord. They are making simply their home. That's why so much of chaos is there in material. So, there is a past time where uh, Sanatana Goswami was staying in Brindam. Sanatana Goswami is one of the chief disciples of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu ordered Chanatan Goswami, Rupa Goswami to go to Vrindavan and excavate the places of pastimes of Lord Krishna. So earlier this Vrindavan was actually lost. Around 500 years back this Vrindavan was lost. Nobody was knowing which activity happened, which pastime happened and what place. So for example, Radha Kodushantum, nothing was there. So all these kind of things were there and almost was lost. Then this Goswamis, they went to Vrindavan on the order of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And they again excavated all these places, past times of Krishna, and they used to write literatures and they used to do chanting. They used to chant Jujapa and they used to also uh, help people in their understanding. They want to. They used to give them special understanding. So once, uh, if I'm not wrong, one person came, and he was having a. He was taking some some something in
2: that. One of the ships and the ship got stuck somehow. It was not going through. Salt.
0: Yes, thank you so much. So, the
1: ship got stuck and it was not moving ahead. Somebody told that please you go to Sanatana Goswami. Sanatana Goswami was very famous, entire Vrindavan, entire Vrindavan Sanatan Goswami was very famous. So Somebody was telling me this time when I went to Vrindavan that even today also Vrajavasi. Then uh, when there's a disappearance day, it comes of Sanatana Goswami. They again shave their head. Still, some the They was telling me. So he was very famous, and that is a quality of a devotee. Devotee's quality is what he is not. He is not feeling envious to anyone else. The other person may feel envious towards him, but he will not feel any enviousness towards anyone else. And he always. He is always dear to everyone. Deera, deera, janah, priyo. So, Sanatan Goswami is very famous in Vrindavan and Braj. People used to come and meet him whenever there, there is any problem, there is any uh, any tension is there in their family, they used to come to Sanatan Goswami and they used to call him Baba. So, whenever used to, any trouble is there in someone's place and there is a fight, something like that, they used to come to Sanatan Goswami. Sanatana Goswami used to, whatever he used to tell, that was fund the conclusion. Sanatana Goswami, if he had given some judgment, Everyone will, will accept the judgment. So this merchant, somebody told you, please go to Sanatana Goswami. And Sanatana Goswami, uh, uh, he approached that person. Sanatana, this person, he approached Sanatan Goswami. And Sanatana Goswami told him something, because of which his ship was was able to uh, he was able to move away his ship. But this person become very happy. This merchant because of Sanatan Goswami, his ship now is moving ahead. Which was got got stuck earlier. So he asked Sanatan Goswami, "What can I do for you?" Sanatan Goswami told, "I am a mendicant. What I want, I do not want anything for myself. I simply, if you want at all, you want to do something, you can make a nice temple for Madan Mohanji. Sanatan so, Goswami used to worship this duty, Radha Madan Mohanji, one of the very famous
0: temple of Vrindavan, one of the uh, oldest temple of Rundavan, and it is." And one of the oldest temple of Vrindavan
1: are 500 years old, and then Sanatan Goswami, he he because of his uh, attempt, his because rain happened somehow, and that this uh, ship was started moving forward. Sanatana Goswami told you, please this make a temple for my lord, Madan Mohanji. And then on the request of Sanatan Goswami, this merchant, he made a very nice temple of Madan Mohanji. And that was, the height was, it was on a very big uh, on uh, the dome of the temple, the Gumbad was on a very, uh, it was a very high, having a big height, huge height. So, that's why Akbar used to see that and he came and restored all the temples, different thing. So, earlier people never used to make Used to make uh, use money for their sense of ratification. They were knowing that this money I am having, this whatever I have is because of mercy of the Lord. So let me utilize this finance or money, whatever I have, or talent, whatever I have, for service of the Lord. And that's why they used to be, They used to make big, big temples for the Lord. Like there are many many stories are there. If you go to even temples, even villages also, still people they uh, they prefer to build a temple. They prefer. Prabhupada is giving example in earlier times in India, all the wealthy country, wealthy families they have at least their temple, one temple at their home. In fact, I heard Ambanis also have temple at their home, Bilda also have temple, at their home. There was a family called Singhania family, Padampas, they also had temple, at their home. So people used to make temples of the Lord. But now nobody is making temple. They are making their house, and ultimately we are seeing chaos in the society. So Lakshmi's real use is. In, in the service of Narayan. And in a person, when he wants to utilize Lakshmi without the mercy of Narayan, without the association of Narayan, he is called as what? Ravan. So Prabhupada says just like Raman wants to take away Sita from Ra- Lord Ramchandra. Similarly, people, those who are money, but they're not, not utilizing for service of Krishna, they are like that category. Because they are not, they are not utilizing Sita in seva of Ram. Lakshmi in the seva of Narayan. They want to utilize Sita or Lakshmi from their sense gratification. But ultimately, they don't know that Lakshmi cannot be utilized in favor of anyone else except Narayan. If you're using that, then ultimately you will be entangled with this material world more and more. So this is Lakshmiji who is feeling even fearful in front of Lord. But a devotee is not at all
0: fearful.
2: Therefore, the devotee, so it is mentioned here, we can see, sorry. It is mentioned here.
0: Therefore, the devotee is never afraid of such a form.
1: Lakshmi Devi is feeling fearful, but Prahlad Maharaj is not feeling fearful. Therefore, the devotee is never afraid of such a form. Because of special favor bestowed upon Prahlad Maharaj, he remained silent and unafraid, even though all the demigods, including Lakshmi Devi, were afraid of Lord Narasimha Devi. Narayana Parasarvena Kutashyana Bibhyati Not only is a pure devotee of Narayana like Prahlad afraid of any dangerous condition of material life but also if the Lord appears to mitigate the fear of a devotee, the devotee maintains his status of fearfulness in all circumstances. So this is the condition of a devotee. That means he is not at all fearful. Narayana Parasarvena Kutashyana Bibhyati That means he is not at all afraid of any material things, any material problems, devotee will not be fearful. He will always be fearless. That is the quality of a devotee. And the next verse is, now they are, they are sending Prahlad Maharaj. Thereafter, Brahma requested Prahlad Maharaj who was standing very near him. My dear son, Lord Dev is extremely angry at your demonic father. Please go forward and appease the Lord. Now you will see the next is Oh, King, although the exalted devotee Prahlad Maharaj was only a little boy, he accepted Lord Brahma's words. He gradually proceeded towards Lord Narsimadev and fell down to offer his respectful obeisance with folded hands. Now, here's a child who is a f- five year old child and he is in front of Narsimadev. And the Narsimadev, which is very, very, very fearful in the sense because he has a form, body which is generally not being seen, body of Line and a human being mixed together. Everyone is getting afraid but this small child is not feeling at all fearful because he knows that this this is my Lord who has come to save me. He may be very fearful for a person like Irina but this Lord is very very dear
2: for me to me because he has come to save me. Now, we can see here that when Lord Narasimha Dev saw that small boy Pradhat Maharaj Prostrated at the soles of his lotus feet, he became most
1: ecstatic in affection love towards affection towards his devotee. Raising Prahlad, the Lord placed his lotus hand upon the boy's head because his hand is always ready to create
2: fearlessness in his devotees. And what happens next? By the Lord's by the touch of Lord
1: Narasimha's hand, Prahlad Maharaj's head. Pralad was completely free from all material contamination and desire as if he had been thoroughly cleansed. Therefore, he at once became transcendentally situated and all the symptoms of ecstasy became manifest in his body. His heart filled with love and his eyes with tears and thus he was able to completely capture the lotus of the Lord within the core of his heart. So this is the position of Pralad Maharaj. So when everyone was fearful, this devotee was not fearful. Why? Because he is very humble. One of the very important qualification for a person to understand Lord is he should be sincere and humble. Humble means he should not have any duplicity. If you, if all of us can see in our heart, there is a duplicity. Duplicity means we, although we may, we may try. Although it's a fact that we are trying, also we are not that we are uh, completely pure. But there is a contamination in the heart that we do not want to surrender to Krishna. So once Prabhupada was being asked, what is the meaning of humility? Prabhupada says, humility means when a person understands that nobody in this world can save me except Krishna. So this is the meaning of humility. And it is very important, it is very, very important calling education of a devotee that he should have. He should be humble.
2: He should understand that I am not at all... I am not at all qualified to become a devotee even. But
1: because it was the mercy of the Lord, because Lord is very, very merciful, that's why I am able to even uh, worship Lord. And that's why He surrenders to Lord. He's, the devotee surrendered to Lord willfully, not by any force. And when he, do, he does that, then Lord will give Him entire protection. That's why one of the very important principles of Bhakti is that Chaitanya who says, Tanah Chena, taro dapi Sahi that means, if you really want to become, you want to chant Hare Krishna Mantra, always. This is the principle. And Kriyatana Mahaprabhu says, one should make kanti of this principle. That means, always we should remember this principle. If you really want to do Kirtaniya Sadhari, you want to uh, chant the Lord's name always then we should be more uh, tolerant than tree and humble than blade of grass. These are two qualifications. And that has to be developed, that has to be cultivated. It is not that it will come automatically. It has to be cultivated and it can be cultivated when we live with devotees. Because all the qualification of a devotee, a person can achieve, simply if we stay with devotees. Simply if we associate with devotees, all the qualities, good qualities will develop. We may try also, we should try, we should see, we should introspect what kind of anarthas I have. But at the same time, when we associate with devotees, it becomes very, very easy to develop all these qualities like Prahlad Maharaj and of so this is one of the quality. If you are envious of others, if you have this understanding that I am independent, I can do whatever I want, I do not need to surrender anyone, then we will not be able to chant the Krishna. And that is the reason why people do not accept spirituality very easily. Because people think that, just like Prabhupada was mentioning, one reporter reporter asked Prabhupada why we see many people are not coming and uh, dedicating their life. Prabhupada says, yes, it's a fact that not everyone will be able to appreciate and understand the spirituality. Because there are rules and regulations involved. The very fact that we are contaminated, we cannot approach supreme. If you really want to approach supreme, we should be pure. Because he is supreme Pure. If you want to approach supreme pure, we should also be pure. If you want to go into fire, we should also be fire-like. Then only we can go. Now, right now, because we're contaminated, that's why we are not able to, we are not qualified to approach. So this is the process of making ourselves pure. So that's why rules and regulations are there. We have to get up. We have to follow some principles. We have to follow regulatory principles. We have to do some activities. So all these activities are meant to purify us. And when a person becomes purified, gradually it happens. You will see if a person is following Krishna consciousness for the last two years, he is not the same person. He has changed a lot. Maybe one year back, two years back, two years back he was not the same person. He has some different understanding of Krishna consciousness. But today after two years, if he is following sincerely he will have definitely a total different perception towards this material world. So that comes when a person is sincerely in att- attempts. Is sincerely following, then Lord will give you understanding also because Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, "I give the intelligence how you can attain me." So Krishna gives us understanding to devotee, provided devotees sincere. Just like last session we had discussed, Krishna accepts prayers of all the devotees, and He guides within the heart, provided prayers are sincere. So similarly, if we are ready to follow rules and regulations sincerely, definitely result will come. There is no. Question: The results will not come. If results are not coming, the way first of all we cannot judge what kind of results should come. Maybe Krishna has different, maybe some different plan for us. So we cannot first of all understand in what way Krishna is reciprocating. In the sense, it may not happen as per our wish immediately. But the very fact that person is praying, Prabhupada says immediately he is purified. The very fact is praying. And second thing is, uh, Krishna reciprocate to a person. According to his renderence. So that's why purification is very important in order to take guidance from the Lord within our heart. Until the time that is not happening, it's happening. We should always take guidance of devotees who can help us, who can guide us. So that's why rules and regulation are required. Sometimes we will understand because of these rules and regulation, I will not come. That's why I was telling Prabhupada when somebody asked, Prabhupada said, Yes where many rules and regulations are there in our society. So if you want to come here, you want to take initiation, you have to follow. We do not block our disciples that you can do whatever you want and you can follow spirituality also. Just like somebody says, okay, you want to eat meat, okay, nicely you can eat meat, still you are a devotee. This is a possibility. I am telling there are two different things. One thing is a person is trying to become a devotee but because of past habit, he is not able to leave. Anything, alcohol or whatever it may be. He knows this is not wrong. This is not correct for my spiritual life. Because the past habit, he is somehow or the other getting entangled in that. This is one thing. But another thing is when somebody is encouraging you, okay, you can do this, no problem. This is allowed. If you want to do religious sex, allowed, no problem. You can do religious acts also and you can follow spiritual rules. No, that is wrong. That is wrong. Prabhupada also allowed. Many, many, uh, in the sense... Those who are coming initially, Prabhupada encourages them, no problem. You are smoking, you still chant, no problem. And slowly by chanting, they left everything. But if a person does not have understanding only that I have to leave this thing, then how will we leave? So he will think that, okay, I can do this also, I can do that also. I can, I can have best of all the worlds. It is not possible. So that's why purification is required. And when a person gets purified, then slowly you will see, Proportionately, his understanding, his realization, spiritual life will increase. Proportionately, the more a person becomes purified, the more his understanding about spiritual life will be clearer, clearer, clearer. And one finding will understand that ultimately, whatever is mentioned in the scriptures is correct. And whatever the disciples, the devotees are telling, whatever spiritual master is telling, ultimately is for my benefit. Initially, it looks, spiritually, it is initially, sometimes it looks very uh, troublesome in the sense some rules and regulations may have to follow. You have to get up in the morning. Oh, who will get up in the morning? No, no, no. I will not follow. Initially, it will looks little troublesome. But the, very, the when you keep on following this thing regularly, that will not be troublesome at all. So that is the meaning of Shreyas and Preyas. Preyas means immediate benefit. Anything I want, immediately I get some benefit. That is called as Preyas. But that immediate benefit will be a cause of trouble for me in future. That is called as prayers. Immediate benefit I will get But ultimately, at the end of the day, end of my life, it will be a problem for me. But Shreyas is what? Something troublesome for me initially right now. But ultimately, this thing is very good for my soul. So nobody would like to get up early in the morning, right? Who wants to sacrifice his sleep? especially morning 4 o'clock. It's a very nice time to person's deep sleep in that time. Or some people, they start sleeping that time generally. Nowadays, they sleep by 4 o'clock. By three thirty, three o'clock, they will be they will remain awake. They will do all lot of activity, and four o'clock they will sleep, and then they will get up by eleven o'clock. So sometimes now this culture is very uh, regular, very common these days. Saturday is often, For example, person having Saturday off, Saturday is a, not a working day. So what they will do? Friday, entire night they will stay awake till so three o'clock, four o'clock they will do something. Night may they will do some, they will see some movie, they will do something, they will drink. And at 4 o'clock 5 o'clock they will sleep and then again night 6 o'clock night, uh, at the morning 11 o'clock they will get up. So that's why we are seeing the, so many lifestyle diseases are happening these days because we are playing with the body, we are playing with the nature, material nature. The nature has given a body, the nature has given a way how to deal with this body. But we are playing with the body, that's why we see many
2: lifestyle diseases are there happening these days. So they will do all these things and ultimately they will get entangled.
0: Yes. Where were we? Hmm. So next verse we will read. So what happens when he finally approached
1: Narasimha Dev, By the touch of Lord Narasimha Dev's hand and this has happened. So now this is the touch of the Lord. So although it's a child now you will see he will be offering the most exalted prayers to Narasimha Dev, where these prayers are not some ordinary prayers. These prayers are full of full of meaning. We can have maybe so many classes of one-one verse of Pralad Maharaj, what he is praying to the Lord. So, full of meaning, full of understanding of Vedas, full of purport of Prabhupada's understanding. We can read in each and every verse. And that is coming out of mouth of a child who is five years old. Why? Because he has got touch of Pralad Maharaj. Uh, sorry, so, this is a touch of the Lord because of that. Nasima, Pralad Maharaj is going to offer most wonderful
2: prayers to the Lord. And all these prayers we should try to read also, try to memorize also.
0: Now, the last verse from this series is, Peralat Maharaj fixed his mind
1: and sight upon Lord Narasimha with the full attention in complete trance. With a fixed mind, he began to offer in love with a flattering voice. So now, ultimately, he is going to offer his prayers. Vralad Maharaj is going to offer his prayers to Lord Narasimha and that we will see from, from next session how he going to offer his prayers. And Prabhupada's is writing here. As stated in Srimad Bhagavatam, Jnana Mahasitha Tatgateena Gatena Manasa Pashyanti Yad Momina, Yogina. One attains yogic perfection when he is freed from all material divergence and his mind is fixed upon the lotus feet of the Lord. This is called Samadhi or Trance. Vralad Maharaj attained that stage beyond the senses because he was engaged in service. He felt transcendentally situated and naturally his mind and attention became saturated in transcendence. In, other, in that condition, he began to offer his prayers. So yogic trance, yogic samadhi, the the place, the condition when a yogi attains after many, many after many many years of tapasya, many, many births, he attains the situation. Vellad Maharaj attained simply by touch of the Lord. So this is the power of touch of the Lord. And nothing is impossible for a person who is fever of the Lord. When a person is supposed to be killed by Krishna, nobody can save him. No matter how much advanced he is, he will be killed. And Rake If somebody wants to, some Krishna wants to save someone, nobody can kill him. So this is the live example we can see in pralar Maharaj's case that he was always being saved by Lord Narasimha dev and now, he has attained Samadhi, which yogis attains after many, many years of tapasya, so much of control and fences, so much of circus they have to do that. After that, they attain Samadhi. If you read 6th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, where Krishna talks about this Samadhi. So, how much endeavor they have to be to do in order to get Samadhi position. But Valad Maharaj, simply why? Because he is surrendered soul to Narsim Madhiv. just touches his head and he started offering his prayers, he went to Samadhi and everything senses became everything under his control. And next verse onwards, we will see how nicely he is offering his prayers, Maharaj. And that prayers, we can remember, we can try to chant, if you are not able to remember Sanskrit, we can remain simply translation also. Somebody may not be so accustomed to chant Sanskrit verses, no problem. You can simply read, even you can simply read translation also tendon also has same effect because these words are not uh, dependent on some time, place circumstances or some particular language. If you can do Sanskrit, that's very good. But Krishna generally accepts our feeling, our heart. So, if you're not able to chant in Sanskrit, you can chant it in in or English or whatever language you are comfortable. But try to read these prayers. Most, exa- most exalted prayers of Pranathamana.